episode 89 of Slam City, guys. It's Ray Moore here, Mr. Mech, on this nice and breezy day in New York City. Word. A whole bunch of heat happening all over the place. Unfortunately, it's not going to look like a warm summer for Kawhi because he's heading to the frosty north. And DeMar DeRozan is definitely feeling the chill because he got <laughs> the Raptors were ice cold to him on the way out the door. Yeah, that's just. You know, people are. You know, people make a big deal about these athletes picking money or picking other teams because you know they just want to win championships and everything. But when this move happens, everybody stays like, "Oh, it's only now the drama starts." Now they're like, "Oh, they snubbed them the wrong way. Look at that! All that's like wanting to stay there for a living and stuff." I'm gonna say it like this: It's not that he. It's it wasn't him getting traded that made everybody call the Raptors a, a shady organization. It's the fact that they told him he wasn't when he asked, and then they did it anyway. But that's a business. No, lying to him isn't part. Lying, but that's lying to someone is a, first of all, if they were going to trade him, it, it's not like he could do anything to stop it. So there's no reason to lie to him. You literally just lied to him because you didn't want to tell him. I will agree at some at, at an extent, but the thing is, is that at the end of the day, just like any other business, like basketball, football, baseball, even in their work environment, everything they say things so they could look like oh they say the right thing, and then when they scrub you the wrong way or they stab you in the back, then you know you just be like oh that there's loyalty and there really isn't. Not even loyalty, because that's the wrong word. The Raptors are loyal to the Raptors. So I'm not mad at them for that at all. What we're talking about is integrity. Business can be done with integrity. It can. If you're going to trade the man, just tell him, listen, we're going to trade you. We want to get Kawhi. And you let him plead his case or whatever. But if the if your decision is made and tell him he's going to San Antonio and that's it. But there's no reason to go, listen, listen, we're not trading you. You're not on the block. Don't worry about it. Don't start making any arrangements. Don't sell your house. Don't do any of that stuff. You're going to be fine. Everything's cool. You're staying here. We love you here. We're keeping you here. But it's and like a trade him, and now all that stuff that you told him, he now has to go ahead and do. And Lord knows what he missed. Like it's it's called consideration and integrity. There's no reason to lie to somebody. And franchises don't have that though. I mean, we think well, about it, the past couple of years. I mean, Isaiah hurt. Thomas was traded, and I don't think really he saw that hurt, coming. And then really the fans are so stupid. He's traded right, and then he burned his jersey. jersey. But, but but it's not his fault. Come he on, didn't so call the trade. Down, I know down. he didn't call the trade. Like. Kyrie called a trade, you know, like people, some people call a trade, they want to get traded or whatever, that's mm-hmm. different, but when you get traded out of nowhere, I mean, there's a lot of people probably in this league that didn't think that Blake Griffin wanted to get traded, and then Blake got traded to the Pistons, mm-hmm. he wanted to stay as a Clipper for life, but then at the end of the day, it's a business, and just like any other company, even in the real world, if you don't produce, you're gone, Speaking it's that simple. Which, Carmelo Anthony recently traded over to uh Atlanta. yeah before we get into that though because i do want to get into that i want to stick with this quiet stuff because now that he's in the raptors now now there's, there's a bunch of articles even an article that we wrote for blue to that one of my interns wrote that about well this be a good thing for the raptors now Kawhi to the to no, Toronto. no absolutely not year, yeah and then he's out of here and they traded a bunch of assets to rent Kawhi for one year <laughs> they don't go to the playoffs if they don't go to the playoffs, they don't go to the East Conference he's Finals. Not staying. Oh, they don't go to the East Conference Finals. He's not staying. They could get to the second round. They might get swept for all we know. He might yeah. be gone in the first round. They get swept too. But the thing is about this is almost like does Kawhi really fit with Toronto? Because I don't know how the team's gonna be. You just lost the Rosen. I mean, look, let me take away from the Rosen. Kawhi is a better player than the Rosen overall. We know that when he's healthy, of course, when he plays, he's probably the second best or third best player in the league right now. You can make a case for you know you can make a case for that. But 
the thing is, can he gel with Kyle Lowry? Can he gel with other pieces? They have a new coach. My question is going to be, can they gel with him? He's now the franchise. Him showing up, he's now the star of the team. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to be in Toronto. So I heard reports now. You know, he might sit out for the year for the season in Toronto. That would be crazy. I don't know what Toronto does, man. Now, I think yeah. Toronto just made a mistake all the way around. I, I wouldn't have done it if I were them. I just don't know what's wrong with this man now. He keeps doing this thing where he just leaves. At, I mean, like he's he's sitting out seasons, thinking that he just wants to go to LA or go wherever he wants to go to, and that's what gets me kind of upset because I'm just like, man, you gotta play your game, man. You can't just be doing this thing where you're just leaving people out, uh, all your players or your teammates for here's, no reason. Here's here's my thing. While I agree with you wholeheartedly, I also understand. Based on the situation he's he's currently a part of, why he reacts the way he does, and I'll tell you why. Because if you watch what the Raptors just did to their star player, so that's what the Spurs would have done. Why? I mean, not even saying that's what the Spurs would have done, but why show any kind of loyalty and consideration to any team in the NBA if this is how they treat their star franchises, star franchise players, dudes who have been loyal dudes who have been their go-to guys. Why treat them with any consideration? Why not cross your arms, stomp your feet, hold your breath, and do exactly what you want to do until you get exactly where you want to go when when all the cards are in your hand and you have all the control? Because you know the second that team has control, they can lie to you, they can use you, they can run you down, they can talk bad about you in the press. They can do whatever they want to do to you. Carmelo Anthony is a prime example of that happening to him. Isaiah Thomas is a prime example of that happening to him. Uh, the list goes on and on and on and on and on about players who didn't want to be traded, wanted to stay where they were, the organization didn't care and shipped them off, and everybody got mad at the players. Nobody got mad at the organization. So the players take a double hit because they made to look un- unloyal. And meanwhile, the team just kind of skates. So if this is the way Phil Jackson threw Carmelo under... Anthony under the bus for almost a full year. Yeah. Like he just started and never stopped. Constantly trashing him. If that's how, and and Melo didn't do anything but work with what he had. I didn't think Melo was the best player at all times, but he was the best player on the squad, and he had a bum team. As soon as he had a good team, we won a bunch of games and went went to the playoffs. The second he had a wag team, we couldn't do anything with it. And no one else is expected to do anything with a bum team except for LeBron James. Yeah, and you ever wonder why LeBron does these one years with Cleveland? Yeah, because of loyalty. Wonder, I don't wonder <laughs> because the loyalty is not. There's no not loyalty a, in sports. When it comes to franchises. So if franchises are going to treat you like this when they have all the control, I'm not mad at Kawhi Leonard for doing exactly what he wants to do when he has all the control. I'll sit out for a year because I don't want to be here. I told you where I wanted to be. I don't care what the Spurs did. That wasn't me. You should have listened to me. I told you I was going to L.A. Soon as, as soon as the Raptors season ends, mm-hmm. I'm leave. My bags are already packed. I'm just <laughs> waiting for your season to end, and then I'm leaving. He's going to make $20.1 million next season and then become, well, basically this season, and then become a free agent. Assuming that he declines, which he, we all expect he's going to decline this player option next season. And the Rose is supposed to make $27.74 million the next two seasons as a player option in 2020-21. So, 
the way I see it, I think from a year from now, we can't judge this is a good deal for either side. We don't know who, who got the winner or who was a loser in this. We until like a year from well, because they got the Rosen for the next two seasons. And, and they got a draft pick. And he can possibly stay there, for all we know, after this first. Yeah. Now they have, and they, now they have a, a really dope scoring point to pair with L.A., mm-hmm. LaMarcus Aldridge. Yeah. And um, you got a young Tony team. Parker gets yeah. to really Well, Tony Parker chill. is actually in Charlotte right now. He, but you, but I'm saying his place. Oh, his like place? His place yeah. on the team is now solidified because you have a dude who's better than Tony Parker was. Yeah. At the point. So, you know, uh, Tony Parker being in Charlotte is really weird. <laughs> the end of it. It's almost like somebody said on Fox, I forgot who it was. I think it was Anthony, Anthony da- Antonio Daniels, I think. Or was it Anthony Daniels? I, I, I forgot. He was from the Pacers, too, back in the day. But he said something about that the Spurs have been the same without t- Tim Duncan. That yeah. ever since he retired, everything else has been falling apart. And I kind of agree at some point. I feel like Duncan really was the presence, the franchise, the man who set the tone for everybody, even though he was a quiet guy. But they understand and respect them. So All Kawhi respect. Leonard now, look. Does Kawhi have a ring? Did he get it? Yeah, he got one ring. He got one okay. ring, yeah. With, when Duncan got his fifth, even though he could have gotten two rings. But, you know, Miami was in the way, and Ray Allen and stuff was in history. He says itself then. That one shot, man. Yeah, one look that LeBron has become a history killer kind of he kind of ruins a lot of stuff for people that couldn't make history like spurs could have won kind of one could have been undefeated duncan could have been six and oh for all we know but he's five and one in the finals he ruined the warriors season 73 and nine but then he got kevin durant and got blown out he tends to do that a lot to a lot of teams and also even like when the Warriors were 15 and oh and they had a chance to be 16 and oh he ruined that too he tends to be a history yeah. killer his karma for doing that is way worse because what's his record in the finals? Three and six. Yes. And that's because he lost to Durant twice. He lost to the Spurs twice. He lost to Dallas nice. once. And he lost to Stephen Curry once without Durant. Which yeah. is crazy. Yeah. I don't know what's. I mean, LeBron stuff just interesting in LA. And even this Kawhi stuff, just like. I just don't know how Kawhi is actually going to be playing this season. I have a feeling he might not play. I mean, unless they force him to play. Because I feel like he needs to play any. That? I feel like he needs to play anyway to prove to people that he's healthy. That he still play. Yeah, because right. he can't be doing this thing where he's sitting out and then next season he tries to go to LA and maybe play. But what if he's not the same player? Or what if he just doesn't can't play? Because he's you know he's still injured for all we know. You know what? Here's another scenario. What if his injury was so bad that he actually can't play? Maybe it is. I mean, Derrick Rose is the same thing. Remember when he tried to come back from a meniscus and he didn't play for a whole season and he came back and then he still got injured again? Mm-hmm. I mean, the guy can get, keeps getting injured and injured because he doesn't know how to properly land on his on his shots, on his layups. Derrick Rose is actually back on his feet now, though. He is, but... He's, he's, not, he's not the same explosive player. No, he he's just, not Russell he Westbrook He completely anymore. went like a 360 to like three steps back, really. You mean 180? Or 180, yeah. He just went three steps back though like he hasn't been the same since that MVP season he hasn't been the same since his injuries and then Westbrook for all we know is still getting better as a player and he has another triple double and no one talks about it but I guarantee you if LeBron did something like that people would be talking about it which is crazy and that's like I just don't understand how people like players in this situation when they try to be loyal to their franchise um, people see them as, oh, I want the money, I want to stay with the franchise or whatever. But when the franchise does this, everybody starts to go crazy about it. 
It's almost like there's a lose-lose situation regardless. If a player does this, he still loses. If he goes somewhere else, he still loses. He still gets trashed. Like Durant went to war. He still gets trashed. Which is why they got to start. Which is why they're doing it for themselves. And there's nothing wrong about that. I have no, nothing no, people, against that. People are hating on it, whatever, whatever. But even even the Kawhi Leonard, I, I'm hearing him being called the diva and all this other stuff. Everybody's a diva in the league, though. But I, in some, po- in some ways, some most of the stars are divas. Yeah, I understand where they're coming from people the critics it's ego but at the same time look how the teams treat you why would you treat them well why exactly would you do, why would you do right by a team isaiah time if if i'm a player in the league and i saw what happened to isaiah thomas who was about to be mvp candidate and then suddenly just dropped down so fast because lebron ruined his kind of ruined his money and his injury kind of ruined that too mm-hmm. and now he has a one-year deal with the nuggets with the who with the nuggets on a veteran minimum. That's terrible. And he was about to make a lot of money, and he's got he's lost it all because because of his injury and because LeBron kind of ruined him kind of too. He didn't even help him out to get the money. Uh, and I'm just like, man, that's the bad luck, man. That's just really bad luck. If that happened to me, I'd be so upset. I'd be really upset. I mean, the good part is his career is not over. It's not over, but he has to prove himself not one year to at least try to make money. If he, if he averages what he did last Like 20 time. and 25. If he can yeah, do that, yeah, I think that he gets money. Yeah, he gets money. But that's He's just bad a luck. Very capable scoring point guard. It's just like Carmelo Anthony, though. It's the same thing. Like Carmelo now is about to get waived by the Hawks, which is weird because he got traded to the Hawks and he's getting waived now. So now he's first of all. He's the luckiest man in the league right now. So, he's getting paid for basically they're gonna, nothing. They're buy him out. Yeah. And now it's a matter of where he wants to go. He's getting paid for doing um, nothing almost. I don't know if he. I don't know if he goes Lakers, Houston. Or he's going Houston. I don't know about this Miami situation. Or Golden State. No, nah, he's not going to Golden State. That's just Why that. That would be too State? much, man. Why he go to Golden if he goes State? to Golden State, he and might ruin the, the chemistry for Golden State. He on the bench? No, he wouldn't. He, 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 he will want to be a starter. No, he wouldn't. In some ways, he will want he, to be a he starter. He knows better than that. He knows better than that, but you know his ego. He wants to be a starter. That's yeah, why he wants to go he, to Houston. He knows because now you lost Trevor Ariza. Now he can be a starter now. He knows he's not better than uh, Draymond Green for that system. He's not better than Durant either. I know that. But he's definitely not better than Durant, for the, especially with that system. Now, if he comes on the, off the bench, he could be the man. He could be a sick man. With Living totally. Living and Iguodala. 100%. Him and Iguodala playing at the same time with uh, with uh, – with uh, Demarcus Cousins coming off the because you know he's got to come. That's off not the fair though. Come on, that's, that's not. Three, that's a that's a dual man threat right there. That's a deep bench. Swaggy P running the bench, running the point. Oh my god, man, it's just not fair, man. I love it. I I, I, I mean I love it, but I would the, love it for Melo to go get a ring. I think he's gonna go with Houston though because he sees that Charles Reza is gone, so now he can be a starter now. But he's not a start. That's the thing. He's not a starter in my opinion anymore. I think he's just lost so many steps. He can't play defense. He's mad inconsistent with his shot. He always gets injured in some I way. Think, I don't know why. I think that gets fixed when he plays. I, okay, I'm going to make a, a quick prediction. All right. I'm going to predict that the 2019 season for Carmelo Anthony is going to be one of his best seasons to date. What, six man of the year? I'm, whatever it is. It's going to be one of his best seasons to date, and I'm going to tell you why I think that. Because I am under the impression that between either playing with Chris Paul or playing with LeBron James, his game elevates. I hope so, man, because he couldn't elevate with Westbrook. I'll tell you that. Either one, no. Westbrook's not a game elevator. Westbrook is. Westbrook does his thing, and everybody else just has to keep up, which is why I think Paul George is cool to be there because he's down to keep up. 
I hope he does. I just hope that he... He's just going to do what he I did I think last OKC season. got a little bit deeper, though, in some He's going to do what he did last yeah. season. However, especially with those additions that they got from Atlanta. And, yeah, because what I was saying, like, they got deeper. Like, point guard-wise, they got deeper. Yeah, no, they're going to be fine. Now now their yeah. bench is a little bit... <laughs> they actually have a bench now. Can, can hold. Yeah, they actually have a bench Westbrook now. And, and Paul George go off, now the bench can actually do Dennis something. Dennis Schur can be a six-man for them, for sure. Absolutely. However, however... I believe that if Melo plays with LeBron, his game elevates. I believe if he plays with Chris Paul, his game elevates. With other shooters on the floor besides him, I could see it. I think all that. I think LeBron it changes just has everything to, for him. It just has to be because he's a more agile, better in the paint, Kevin Love. It's just I think it's just, it depends on Melo's ego too. Like you know when we had Victoria on the show and she was talking about because she loves Melo a lot and she's talking about how you know she loves Melo and hope he does well and everything. And I told her that specifically that I thought he would be better off the bench and I think he still is because I think at this point in his career he has to understand if he really wants to win a title he can't be doing this thing where I'm the starter and I could average 20 points or whatever. He needs to do this thing where he needs to be more of a team player and either be like a a big time role player or a six man of the year or candidate or something like that because. That's the only way they're gonna win, and that's the only way he's gonna have play better. He can't be doing this thing where he plays thirty something minutes because basically the Knicks kind of worn him out. They kind of worn him, ruined his career kind of a little nah, bit. I don't, in some I don't ways. I think Phil playing so many minutes specifically ruined his career. Well, he played so many minutes too. Yeah, and I mean that kind of put wear and tear. It's not like LeBron though. We don't know what LeBron will be next here's, season. See, and here's here's the other part. Here's what I knew was gonna go wrong as far as um him being in, on the Thunder. Yeah, I knew that was gonna go wrong. I I just thought maybe it could work, but the problem is, is can Westbrook be more of a team player? And we've no, seen that. the answer is no. Yeah, we didn't the say answer that. is no. Unless you create your own shot, that's not happening. And Melo came from a system where he got used to people creating a shot for him or slowing the ball down and going one-on-one, and that's how he does his thing. In a flow offense, Westbrook's not a proper setup man. He's Unless just a stack guy. Yeah, he's, he's like a, a smaller version of LeBron. So, <laughs> that being is. the case, I knew that OKC was going to need more than one year to pull it together. I knew that. I just think the melting kind of ruined them too, though. They needed more than one year. When I saw it was only one year, I knew it was going to I didn't think it was going to work. Every super team needed more than one year with the exception of Boston. Yeah, Boston is because of a bunch of veterans. Right. Together. They came in and they all, like, they got a deep bench. They and got they deep all benches, were happy yeah. to play their role. They all had, they had a deep bench. Paul Pierce was un- undeniably the leader, and everybody else just kind of fell in. And then KG was like the, you know, inspiring, what is that called? What kind of leader is that again? Inspiration, the spiritual leader. Well, is that what Draymond Green is too? Yeah. Yeah, yeah kind of like that. Oh, he's and, like, yeah. and then you have one of the best best shooters in the history of the game. Just like, like a silent leader kind of Ray Allen. Yeah, he doesn't really talk One about. of the best shooters yeah. in the history of the game. Not yeah. to mention a, a point guard who, you know... Man, come to think of it, I think Golden State is kind of like Boston kind of in the in 2008, except they're younger and they're in their, you know, prime, basically. Mm-hmm. That's basically what they are. I mean, you got... A I mean, Curry's kind of like... Well, Curry's definitely better than Ray Allen in terms of shooting off the dribble and all this stuff. Kind of like that. And Draymond Green is like that KG-inspiring person and Durant is basically the shot creator. And, well, you could make the case that Clay Thompson would have been like Ray Allen and Curry's is a better upgrade of Rondo. So it's kind of like, yeah, that's what Golden State wants to be. I think they want to be like the Boston Celtics, except in their prime, and hopefully that they keep it up because they had the Marcus Cousins now that anything is possible for them to possibly not win another title, maybe another title next season, another season for all we know if Durant stays and Curry's there still and Draymond Green Thompson are still there. So anything's possible. I don't but think any of those dudes are leaving. I, I, I think Durant could leave. 
I, I, and if they don't win next season, he's going to leave. How about that? I, the I pressure is on Golden State to win another title. They have to keep winning because that's the only way he's going to stay. Because if they lose one time, he might just leave. That's what I think. I, I've heard rumors. I've heard talk of him going to uh, Washington. I don't know. But, to oh, play on his home team, to go home. Washington? Mm-hmm. I mean, now that the East is wide open, I don't see why not. To I go mean, play with John Wall could be the best squad. You could be the best player in the, in the conference. For all we know, if you're in the Eastern Conference, you could be better than Giannis. You're definitely better than Giannis if you're in the Eastern Conference. And Kawhi Leonard, if he's still in the East, you could probably be up notch a little bit slightly over him. So I could mm-hmm. see that happening. It's just anything can happen. And 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 now that the Melo thing, I just I don't feel bad for Melo, but I just felt like, listen, I think we all know at Melo this point in his career that he's just basically a ball hogger, ball stopper, wants to just get his own shot and I don't know if he's going to do that in the next team we don't know that for sure I mean right now the Houston Rockets are the front runners to sign Melo and then Miami for some reason is in that conversation too which is weird because I'm like why would Miami try to sign Melo knowing that they're not really a playoff contender like that if he goes down there that's him just giving up or you just playing with Wade for like one year and that's it that's just him giving up I would rather I would rather him go to Houston He's not getting twenty seven point eight nine million ever in his career. No, I mean those days that. over. But yeah. he already got a max contract. He's rich. He's fine. Yeah. Like I would, I would like to see him. Honestly, and this is gonna pain me to say, but I would like to see him play with LeBron. I would like to see him and LeBron do their thing. Do you think Magic want to sign Melo though? Yes, because Kobe loves, um, Kobe loves Melo, and Kobe would actually come down and work out with him. He needs to play better on defense. Kobe would come down and work out with him. Remember, there was a time when Kobe was trying to get Melo on the Lakers. I know. He loved them. They're that. like best friends. Yeah, he just loves Melo a while. So, I, I, think, I think there's a great plus. His wife is an actress. Hollywood is right there. LeBron is doing movie stuff. I think all that stuff kind of happens. So, I, I, I want to see Melo go play with LeBron and enjoy some success. But what is a leg- but what is a legacy of Melo, though? Because I feel like he's been on... Obviously, the Nuggets for for a lot of years. It's like Charles Barkley. He's like the modern day Charles Barkley. Except he didn't go to the finals one Maybe time. Maybe Reggie Miller. Yeah, but the, the show's not over yet. Maybe Reggie. But Reggie's been on the team for all his career, though. I mean, he's. I mean, they, they, that's the thing. There's a bunch of players to put Melo in the same category with. Most of them that that got shut out by Jordan. Mm-hmm. Carl Malone, John Stockton, yeah. all these dudes who, uh, Steve Nash, all these dudes who like got close and never got it. And we thought but, Curry would be like Steve Nash, but he got three rings. Now. Yeah, he's not like Steve Nash. And the good thing is about Steve Nash, Steve Nash got two rings actually. The two rings that he was supposed to get, he actually got it with Golden State now as a coach, as a player development yeah. coach. That's hey, he still got a rings. What does it matter? I, didn't know, I, I, I forgot that he was a player development coach. Yeah, because he works with Durant Curry a lot. No, I completely yeah. forgot that. I 100% forgot So I'm that. happy for him that he got his two rings that he was supposed to get with the Suns, even though D'Antoni screwed him over in those Bruh. Western Conference Finals. And, he, and D'Antoni still hasn't learned himself in Western Conference Finals to, to, play, to stop playing seven or eight guys and actually play ten people. Like, he just goes short. out. Yeah, and that's why they keep losing. They keep losing. Like, they can't be doing this. You got to play more people. And I don't know if you... I don't even know if next season the Rocks could get back to the Western Conference Finals. And if they do, I think it'll be shocking because I felt like that loss in Game 7 really was demoralizing to them because they were all of, what, 27 from 3 in the third quarter or something like that? Yeah, that was crazy. Like, how you... You can't... They just you can't change out. your game up and just start shooting twos. Like, that's why I don't understand that's either. bad coaching. I know, and that's why they lost. They didn't lose because Chris Paul didn't play. They had a chance to win. 
they actually were were in the lead too, and then they blew that, and then Golden State came back, obviously, and then history itself is right now. Uh, the the three time champions, well, Curry, Thompson, and Green, and Eagle Dollar, Livingston, those those five players are three time champions, and the Rent are two time champion. Mm-hmm. That's crazy stuff. Now, one topic I do want to discuss here on the show also because we talk about all this money situation about. Oh, um, you know, players are being disloyal and everything to the franchise. The NFL. And this has to do with Le'Veon Bell. Now, I'm sure you probably heard the story of Le'Veon Bell trying to sign a contract with the Steelers for five years. They offered him like a five-year, $70 million deal, and he declined. Because he knows he's more worth than that. Knowing that he's probably the best running back in the game. He can do everything. He's obviously Ben Roethlisberger's security blanket. Because if it weren't for Antonio Brown, he still got Le'Veon Bell. And he's been the impact. They actually control the pace of the game with him being the guy who runs the ball and all that stuff mm-hmm. and it's come to tell you though in the nfl that really loyalty isn't exactly the number one thing that matters to the franchises at who, all who whoever thought whoever thought that like why how well is that a because a lot of fans love to be with their players for how many years like you know back in the day where they were there for 15 20 years and everything and you're seeing that a lot of these players now, they they don't care about that stuff. You gotta get you gotta get over that. The NFL killed that all by themselves. They did. I mean, they absolutely murdered that. That's that's a that's a foregone conclusion. They they don't care anything about anybody. I mean, he's supposed to make a guarantee of his franchise tag, which I think he is fourteen point five million. And franchise tag is basically you're there for one year. You make you have the most money, but you're there for one year only, which means if you get injured, you might lose it all. Right. And that's why he doesn't want to be franchise tag. He wants a longer deal. But the one thing I, I gotta understand from people because they think like, oh, he wants to get a lot of money because he's a running back. Well, the guy is the best running back in the game. He's getting, he's seeing a lot of running backs getting paid more than him that are not even as good as him. Which sucks. It's like oh, the oh, same thing with the Odell situation. You're seeing a lot of wide receivers getting paid more than him, mm-hmm. and Odell is is, is crucified because he wants more money and he wants to be the best paid person in his position. They, they don't they don't want the NFL is just different. Like it's, it's but really, I think in really sports in general, it's the same thing, too. Even in MLB, is the same it's thing. It's different for me that as far as, I mean, Major League Baseball, it's it's just different. The NFL always kind of has has this They don't have guaranteed contracts, though. Yeah, like the fact that the contracts aren't guaranteed, no matter what money we talk about the players are getting. NFL, yeah. That's not really their money. You know what I mean? You're giving mm-hmm. you $70 million. Eh, He's not going to get $70 million. It's not guaranteed. What's the guarantee? Yeah. Like, the fact that guaranteed is even a word that you have to use when we're talking about a contract. And you know at the last part of that deal, they're going to do everything they can to get out of giving you that last bit of money. You're never going to see it. I don't even know why they discuss it. They don't. I don't know why either. And that's why I felt like the loyalty million thing. with 35 guaranteed. Wait, what? So, uh, yeah, there's no guarantee though probably because if you get injured, you could lose all that money. And that's why a lot of players sit out training camps like Odell possibly could because he wants to get paid before he's on stepping on the field and anything could happen to him. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that either. I just feel like a lot of these fans are like, oh, you got to play because you're a team. You can get this and that. Listen. Those are the same a, fans who don't want people kneeling for the anthem. It's a business at the end of the day. Like any other sport, it's a business. These players, they want to play, but they also want money. And there's nothing wrong be, about I that. Don't, I don't know why fans don't understand that the NFL players are going to be legit messed up after their careers. Yeah. Very few of them walk out of there in one piece. Unless you're a quarterback. Right. And well, even then, like rotator cuff injuries and shoulder injuries, torn ACLs, and, and, torn ACLs. and why do you think running backs don't last for so so many years? Because they take the the pounding 
from defenders All that on a matters. consistent basis when they run the ball a lot. And yeah, it does matter. That's why the average lifespan is like four years for a player. Running backs are probably less than that. They don't last long. So why wouldn't they want as much money as they can get to kind of set themselves up for the rest of their lives knowing that after this stint is over and it's not as long a career as a major league baseball player it's definitely not as long a career as an as an nba player yeah because no guarantees at least those those sports they have guaranteed contracts yeah steph is going to see 200 million when it's all said and done plus endorsements which is a lot more money so and MLB like you know they they don't really have like a cap like that but they people they make a lot of money and baseball players make a lot of money that's why a lot of people wanted them want people to play baseball or basketball or football because yeah. football you can make money but it's not guaranteed that you're gonna get it all if you get injured or get like a head injury or a knee injury or arm injury especially if you're like a quarterback or a running back or receiver mm-hmm. like. We love this sport. I mean, most of us love the sport. We like watching it. And I guarantee you people won't be talking about this when the season starts, like, in a week from now when training camps begin, which would be insane. Because training camps really around the corner. I didn't even notice that. Summer is basically... I'm still not watching football. You're still not going to watch it? Nope. Nope. Still protesting. But Colin Kaepernick's not going to come back. Who? Colin Kaepernick's not going to come back. I guess I'm done with football then. I mean, the only thing he'll come back maybe is a coach, maybe. I don't know. When somebody gives Cap a job... Or I think somebody's got to give him a job, actually. is done, and he sued them for collusion, and he makes the money. But the NFL is stupid. They just, if one team signs Kaepernick, probably all this stuff goes away. Totally, but... In some ways, maybe. Know, they, that would be them admitting that they're wrong. I don't think they're going to do that, so we'll see what happens. I mean, one team was close, the Ravens, but then they backed off. Some other teams were, too. I think just, there's not a lot of good quarterbacks in the league, either. And I'm surprised Kaepernick's not one of these teams. This is crazy it's about pure it. pure collusion. This is what collusion means. Because the owners want to control everything of the NFL. They want to. They they're the ones that pay the money. They're the ones that that do all these deals and these you know all the stadiums and everything. And that's the problem I have. And then yet fans, like I said before, crucify players for saying, "Oh, I want more money." When it's like, listen. When they actually see how much money is being spent. Yeah. Of course they want more. And listen, like at the end of the day. It's like your career, for instance. If you're a firefighter, cop, you know, teacher, doctor, journalist, art designer, graphic designer, all that stuff, you want to do the job. We're all passionate about what we want to do, but at the end of the day, we Hopefully. want money, too. Right, but you nobody know? wants to do it for free. Exactly. I think you got to know your worth at some point. You know, you can't just be doing things for free thinking you're going to get money eventually. Especially if your time to do the job is limited. Exactly. And you're going to be in it. Listen. As a journalist, and knock on wood, God forbid, God forbid this for anybody. But if somebody told you, hey, you're, you're going to be a journalist, right? Yeah. Uh, we're going to, you have a window of five years to be a journalist. After five years, you go blind. Or after five years, you're no longer able to read. Like, your career yeah. is over. Your career in journalism is over. Maybe mm-hmm. not blindness, but you lack the ability to read and comprehend and put sentences together. Whatever it is. Your journalism career is over after five years. In that five years, you're going to need to make as much money as possible mm-hmm. because it's going to need to set you up for the rest of your life while you're dealing with this handicap. That's what the NFL is. That's the NFL in a, in a nutshell. You play from this point to this point. After that point, you are physically incapable of doing that job anymore, and now you're going to be messed up for life mm-hmm. dealing with the things that you you put on your body within that time period and that's why the loyalty doesn't really exist in sports at all i can at I, all. I can totally understand why players don't feel any need to be loyal to these teams 
Yeah, that's why Durant left. Why would that's you? That's why a lot of like, players yo, left. Screw y'all, because if yeah. I get messed up, I'm out of here. I'll be working at a gas station. Y'all don't care about me. So, no, I'm going to go exactly where I want. I'm going to get exactly what I want. I'm going to do exactly what I want. I'm just going to make as much money as possible. And anybody who doesn't like it, I don't care about you because you don't care about me. And it's almost like I always had a story with other people Signed talking about. Kawhi Leonard, uh, Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> Uh, Carmelo, Carmelo Anthony, Durant. Kevin Durant, uh, 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 James Harden, James Harden, like, LeBron. Yeah, sign Le- all of them. Yeah, with the exception of Kobe Bryant. That's why I always tell people, like, for instance, for my job, I'm just like, oh, you know, if somebody offered me three years, three hundred million to be a sports anchor or sports producer, radio host in California or something, right? And because you know, a lot of people when I work here, be like, oh, you getting exposure doing this and that. Listen, I'm taking the money and I'm out. Right. Okay, I'm not. <laughs> I got second guess at all. I'm right. out. Right. Like you, this you can't pass up on opportunities like that I'll at be all. Asking you for a job. if you get three hundred million, I'll be asking you for a job. Because <laughs> I'm like that's a lot. First of all, that's like basically a hundred million per year. Probably taxes like ninety or eighty five, whatever. But it's still a lot of money in going to California. I'm getting paid for that. I'm, I'm right taking behind that. you, dude. I'm right behind you. <laughs> I'll take the offer. I don't care about this. I understand this is like, oh, you get more exposure writing articles. But if somebody offered me a bigger deal, I'm taking that money. It's nothing yeah, personal. It's, it's just business. I, I want to write, but I want to pay too at the same time. Here's the other part. If somebody offered that company that amount of money for you, they would sell you to them. That's true. They would totally sell your position. If somebody said, hey, listen, that guy that you got working in that spot, yeah, we want to hire somebody else for that spot. We'll give you $200,000 to let him go. That is true. They're gonna fire you. That's why in any business you do, you gotta be, you gotta stay on top of you because anybody could take your job at any given moment, including the NBA, NFL, MLB. Anybody could take your job. I.e. the Boston Celtics, because those dudes came out of nowhere and took all the starting spots, and now they take your job. Kyrie's just gonna be out of there, and it's like it's like any other sport. NFL, same thing. If a, oh. if an undrafted running back plays Shows better up. than yeah, yeah he's gonna over. take your spot. Oh, uh, Dak Prescott. Yeah, like that Prescott. He played better than Tony Romo. Tony Romo got is a better quarterback when he's healthy, but he's but he healthier. Yeah. He got Romo clean. And they won him. like 10 straight games or something like that. Oh, and they I just saw, stick with them. I saw a meme today ask, uh, like uh, how far could the team go on the Knicks. And it was like a new starting five lineup. And it was uh, Kyrie Irving. Uh, who's, the, who's the two guard we're talking about getting from? Jimmy Butler. Butler. Yeah. So Irving Butler. Um, Knox. Chris Stops and Mitchell. It's not bad. One through five. How far can they go? And but here's here's my main thing. Think about who that leaves coming off the bench. Frank, if he's there. Trey, Hardaway, Frank, Mario, Cantor. Like, yeah. dude, that's a squad coming off the, the bench. Off the bench. It's a starting lineup of anything. That gives them a starting line, and I think that's what we're heading for. And I hope it does, because that means you get people going state and everybody else in the West, too, and in yep. the East. I think the 2019-2020 season is going to be something different. I hope it is, man, because I, I, I hope the Knicks at least become contenders, at yeah. least. I don't know about championship contenders, but we will see. But, yeah, that's the show for today about loyalty in sports and in life itself. So don't yeah. be discouraged if people leave your team or even, even jobs in general. Don't be discouraged if somebody leaves the job because 
They want to better themselves overall, their career, their life. They they want to support their family. They want to support themselves. Like there's nothing wrong about that. So chill out. I mean, some people pay their dues to get a better job, hopefully. And I think all of us, including myself, will agree to that because we all want better jobs. Facts. Nothing wrong about that. Not at all. So stop being so. There's nothing wrong with being selfish. Quit burning jerseys. Yeah, nothing wrong about being selfish. Nothing wrong about that. I right, go to today's show, guys. You can follow me at Morning's Ten. I'm over at Mr. Mech. This is all these episodes on Soccer on iTunes, and we might have Victoria next week to talk about this this adventure she had in LA. We'll be Peace. Peace.